Like, how are you feeling over there, Mike? You feeling all right? You feeling a little tired, a little sleepy boy? A little tired. A little sleepy. Oh, Mike's a little sleepy guy. How come, Mike? Why are you so sleepy? You know, it's, uh... The human body is, uh... Yeah, I was smoking that fucking Satan's arugula, and... (laughs) Did a number on me. Damn, I can't believe Mike was dabbling in fucking... The Devil's Garden. I don't fucking know. Yeah, we're we're all out of synonyms for both the devil and <laughs> and greenery, just straight up vegetables. Mike's been fucking hanging out with in fucking shape, Satan shrubs. Yo, there I had go. a fucking I had a dream like a couple of nights ago, and I never have dreams because I always go to sleep stone. So like I just fucking nothing goes on there. But mm-hmm. uh, I had a, I had a dream that Brendan, you were there. God's life. And, Whoa. Get me out of and, your uh, dreams. Get me out of your and, head. Let's hear where this goes. Let's hear where no, this goes. So, like, everyone was passing. I don't know. I don't remember a lot of the other people. The reason I know you were there because people were, pa- everyone was passing around like huge spliffs and joints. Oh. And all of a sudden, it, it came to you. And I'm like, oh, he's not going to do it. And all of a sudden, you went, you took like a baby hit and you like, <laughs> and blew out like a tiny bit of smoke. And I'm like, holy shit, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking got him. He fucking did it. Yeah, sorry. That's like the only thing I remember in the dream. <laughs> in another, another lifetime, maybe, but you ain't, you ain't gonna catch me fucking cho- choking on the devil's fucking ashtray, all right? Dude, I want to party with fucking Dream Brendan. What do you mean? You got that party with fucking real Brendan today, Mike? Yeah, and I'm saying I would rather party with Dream Brendan. I don't think I could be more clear. Yeah. Hold on, Dream Dream Brendan is he mixing you fucking delicious cocktails and feeding you fucking? I don't popcorn? know, but he's taking he's taking little hits of uh, you know, good old Mary Jane. Is that all? Kuna. Is that all it takes? Is that all it takes? Is I just need to puff a little bit of the magic dragon and get you fucking on my side? I'm sure once I get to know Dream Brendan, I would also dislike him. But that's, that's fair. for now, that's fair. for now, he's like you know exotic and mysterious, and it's like I want to see more. Damn, Mike just wants a little bit of change. He wants a little bit of mystery in his life. That's all yeah. he wants. He's just chasing chasing the fucking mystery. Uh, anyways, welcome everyone to the Fast the Controller Podcast. Show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes Mike likes to dream about Dream Brendan too much. Either way. We have a new episode for you each and every week, as always. <laughs> Both Mike and Dom had confusing looks there. I don't remember Mike ever talking about his dreams. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to think about Dream Brendan, though. So he's, he's daydreaming oh. about Dream Brendan, apparently. Okay. You want that mystery. You want that, you want that, 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 you know, facade that, you know, oh, maybe this Brendan's different. Maybe this Brendan's better, but really it's just the same fucking Brendan. He just smokes a little bit of weed and coughs a lot. I mean, <laughs> what do you want from me? Anyways, either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Not Dream Brendan. Uh, of course, joining me tonight is the is the Not Dream Michael Desir, anime senpai extraordinaire. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Um, I don't know, Pass. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Also joining us tonight, of course, is the is are you wearing a Bowsette shirt right now? Uh, the one in the one true, <laughs> fucking Todd Gary shit's getting scary. How are you doing over there, Todd? Good. Besides dreaming about Mario. me like a fucking weirdo. see Mario. Listen, you've all popped up in my dreams at some point. You know what I mean. We don't have to yeah, dive yeah. into it. Uh, but you know, you've all been there at some point. And rounding us out, of course, is the Disney Daddy. 
Dom, I'm 40. Dom, how are you doing tonight? I'm here. Yes, he is. Uh, but before we get into it tonight, of course, just a gentle reminder that this episode is, of course, our PDC Movie Club for March. So if you have not watched Peanut Butter Falcon yet, uh, we are going to extensively talk about that film going forward. So if you don't want any spoilers for Peanut Butter Falcon, this is your little courtesy reminder to please pause this episode and revisit it at a later date when you have watched the film. If you don't care about spoilers and want to, for some reason, listen to a podcast where a bunch of idiots talk about a movie you haven't watched, then I guess hang around because that's what's coming up. But before we do that, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Of course, this episode of the Past Control Podcast sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to one Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and at Good Morning Chubby and educate yourself on these tasty, scrum, diddlyumptious treats. And let me tell you, your mouth will be watering, you'll be salivating, you'll be wishing you were up over in this area getting one of those delicious hot treats in your mouth hole. Anyways, uh, this uh is also i feel like i have some other housekeeping things to plug oh so if you were not at pax east and you'd like to see myself in the front of the program and the other champion of pax east jesse vitelli take home the trivia crown at video game trivia uh, hosted by our friend of the program jacob mccourt left behind game left behind game club podcast uh, among other things including video game trivia host uh, we we were gracious enough to join that panel and take home the crown for the East Coast Beast Coast. So if you want to watch that, it is available over on Jacob McCourt's YouTube channel. You can find that all over the place. If you can't find it, feel free to look at my social media or do, reach out to us or join a Discord or whatever you need to do. We'll point you in the direction of that video. Or if you just search Video Game Trivia PAX East 2023, I'm sure you'll find it on YouTube if you're looking for it that way. I believe it's also on podcast feeds. So if you don't want to watch us dance around, which I recommend you watch in the video instead of watch, listening to it on YouTube feeds, but uh, podcast feeds, but that is also an option. So check that out. It's a great time. It's a good time. Uh, we have a couple of different podcast episodes recently up that are about PAX East. So if you want to hear our thoughts and some of our friends' guest thoughts on PAX East, those are available for you. Uh, I also wrote up a little thing about Mina the Hollower, which was my one of my favorite games of the show. So if you want to read some thoughts, a deep dive on Mina the Hollower, make sure to go to pastcontroller.io and check that out. Uh, and then lastly, I decide I fell down this little this is not a this is not a video game episode. So if you were looking for video games, listen to literally almost every other episode of this show. But uh, I'm not going to expound on this much more than other other than I have fallen down a hole of I streamed the first few hours of me playing Resident Evil 4 remake. And then I found myself streaming it like three more times. And now I'm halfway oh. through the game, so I'm just yes. streaming myself playing the whole game at this point. So if you want to watch me get scared when I definitely shouldn't be scared uh, of a video game, you can watch me, uh, if you've missed the live portions of that over on YouTube, The uh, they are chopped up into chapters. So you can watch those videos, or you can look forward to me streaming the rest of the game over the next week, week and a half. So I beat it yesterday. There was like, I beat it yesterday. There's actually some, like, like jump scares like midway through that i was actually like caught me off guard and i was like oh good finally mm-hmm. a game that's like kind of fucking getting me i mean i'm i'm getting jump scared at like when a fucking building blows up and falls over like every every everything is making me i will say like 
it is definitely not as scary as other Resident Evil games that I've played. Like it's definitely yeah, it's a little more action, more action like, focused. Focus, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's definitely a lot less just purposeful jump scares that are meant to scare you. But I am also just getting scared at like things that are definitely not meant to scare you. But I am just getting fucking scared because I'm on edge. Uh, but if you want to watch that, uh, it's over there, available for you to place your eyeballs on. Uh, and then a uh, quick little last bit of since we are in April. And it is Mike's pick for the April Movie Club. Mike, do you want to drop uh, a little reminder of what your movie is for the people listening at home or watching live or later on YouTube? I mean, I guess if I have to. Uh, I picked uh, A Scanner Darkly. Starring Keanu Reeves. Keanu, baby. Other other people, presumably. Robert Downey Jr. RDJ. Todd, have you seen this movie? I saw it in the theaters. That's the only time I went like a long, long time ago. Todd is fucking ancient. He saw this movie in theaters. I saw that in theaters, yeah. A long time ago. I loved it, though, when I saw it, though. I remember liking Um, it a lot. It was, uh, is it Linkletter? Uh, I think, yeah. Did did we look up, is this available streaming somewhere, easily accessible for the people I think it's free on YouTube with ads. It is Linkletter. It's a Philip K. Dick book, too. Oh, there you go. Okay, all right. Uh, you were saying like it's free on YouTube and, and elsewhere, or uh, I think it's on YouTube with ads. So like, if you're willing okay. to sit through okay. and all right. watch it with, I don't know. I don't know if it's available elsewhere, but there you go. You get that option at least. Uh, check that out. We're going to talk about it at the end of April, so you can look forward to us speaking about that film. And I guess since we sort of sometimes remember to do this, and other times don't remember to do this, I will <laughs> since I remember now do it. Um, I don't know what this movie is about, and only because I looked it up, I know that. Keanu Reeves is in it and Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I want to give... Has anyone else not seen this film? Am I the only one? I've, I've never seen it. seen it. Oh, okay. All right, so just Todd. Just fucking Todd. Fucking midnight showing of A Scanner Darkly. First <laughs> in line. Uh, I don't know who I saw it with either. I'm like, I, I have no clue. Do what you know what the mo- I don't know. Do you know what movie... It, uh, sorry. Do you know what it's about, Mike? No. Oh, do you know what it's about, Dom? Um, I did at some point. I do not know now. Um, which also, one of us wants to take a stab at what the plot is about? Also, it's only streaming free on Canopy now. It's uh, oh, cost, cost on YouTube now. Oh, okay. Well, right. things change in like the the time I picked it. Well, there you so go. So if you if you got a library card, you can watch it on Canopy. Having fun isn't hard. There you go. There you go. Does anyone want to take a stab or give an, a, a, a their thought on what they think this movie is about? Uh, no, it's better when you do it. Mm, that's fair. Okay. All right. I mean, I the the name is not helping me. Uh, a scanner darkly. I mean, I I don't know. Does, does they they come across a haunted scanner that they scan things and it turns into things that scare you? I I don't know. It sounds like a I, fucking goosebumps plot. I don't know what this fucking that, movie could is, be about based on that title. That, I have no idea. Is that your actual actual thought? Like that's actually I mean, what you think this movie's about? No, I don't think that's what the movie is actually about. I just don't know how to take that name and parse out what I think this movie could actually be about. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can't forget the opening scene of that movie, like the first like ten minutes, because it's something that like they turn that the, scanner on, boy. They, that yeah. scanner like, goes. You guys. <laughs> This movie you know, was actually like, funded by Xerox, so it's kind of like propaganda, but, you know. 
Do you know it's like a? It's I don't. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Like not cartoon, but it's like a, like kind of that, Yeah, it's the Xbox yeah. game that just came out recently. Oh, it's animated. Okay, Mike, I was definitely there when you purchased this movie. Like I, I, I remember I, that. I believe you. Uh, so the the animation makes me think of there's a show that's been airing on Adult Swim recently. Um, it's called Dream. Oh shit, I can't remember what it's actually called. It's called Dream something. Dream Brendan. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm not gonna. I, oh yes, and you. It's fine. Uh, but the animation makes me think of that show, and that show is. It's like them going to dreams to do stuff, but it it also makes me think of um. Uh, Sun, Internal Sunshine. So in my head, this movie has has like a similar premise to like messing around people's minds and stuff. It's the same uh, animation as as Dusk Falls, that Xbox exclusive that came out. It's like the same style as that. Mm. Interesting. Okay, is that like a specific style, or is it just like I don't know? Is that like it's it's weird because yeah, I don't see I haven't seen much of that. But Scared Darkly was like when like two thousand one, like two thousand two. I don't even know. I think it's after the first Matrix, but I can't tell you by how much. Interesting. It might be two thousand four. It might so it might be after all. That sounds about right. First yeah. ones. Okay. 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 Well, there you go. We'll talk about uh, this movie that we clearly, besides Todd, have no idea what this movie is actually about uh, at the end of the month. So you can look forward to us chatting about a scanner darkly. Uh, I also pretty sure I wrote down over here somewhere on my, I have like a million different colored sticky notes because I uh, just, I'm a big fan of sticky notes. They help me keep track of things. And I wrote down a scannerly dark when you had announced the movie last week. So somewhere over here, there's notes that say like, remember to bring up a scannerly dark. So scannerly dark. And he's I sitting here funny. Googling a scannerly dark and getting nothing. I just thought it was funny. Anyways. So uh, last chance to completely bow out of this episode. If you have not watched peanut butter Falcon and do not want to be spoiled on what this movie may be or what we talk about. Um, all right. Well, that being said, as we do with all of these episodes, we will start the way we typically get down, which is this movie, Peanut Butter Falcon, which released in theaters worldwide wow. on August 9th, 2019, mm. uh, with a budget of 62, 6.2 million. I thought you were going to say 62. I was like, Jesus, did Jake like get all the money? A lot. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, six point two million. Where do we think this took in worldwide gross? Mike, it is your pick. Why don't you start it off? Uh, ten. Sorry, it is Todd's pick. Todd, why don't it's you start it off? Well, Mike said ten uh, million. I'll, there you go. I'll say thirty. Okay. Dom. Um, ten and thirty. You said it was a six million dollar budget. Six point two. Um, I know. So I know. From looking up uh, whenever we picked this movie, that it was a short release to start, at least. Like it August hit... to December. Well, no, no. It also didn't hit all theaters. Like, yeah, it like was limited a, screens uh, or whatever. Like a limited screen kind of thing. So I actually don't hate going on the short side. I'm going to probably go somewhere in the middle, like 15 or 20. I'll say, uh, I'll say 18. Okay, okay. Uh, that would put Dom the closest, uh, with five, uh, about five, uh, I don't know how math works at 23.7 million. 
Todd Dom is the closest. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. With a movie like this, with the budget, subject matter, release window, etc., I don't know, like, if that is a considered a success for being, you know, tri- triple the triple the budget, basically, a little bit over triple. I feel like this movie has legs, though, because... There was no... There was no advertising, so you can take that out of like cost of of film too. So yeah, yeah. I think typically what you're looking for from a film is uh, 1.5 your budget. So like make back your budget and then half of that. I think is what is considered okay. at least. So but yeah, you also have to factor in advertising when you talk about that. I think I think normally when they is say the, like the budget in? number usually it's covered in. Okay, gotcha. When uh, was yeah, this I mean, it, it, it was distributed 2019. It was distributed by Roadside Productions. So like that's yeah. that's a production studio that i'm not familiar with so i would imagine it's probably you know relatively small yeah yeah i don't i think this was probably showed up in um festivals and then somebody grabbed it from a festival uh i I mean i don't have that information like that's not factual that just seems like this seems like one of those movies that like somebody from a production's like a distribution sees and is like, oh shit, like we should grab that and like put it on ourselves. It should have been someone with connections because like the cast of actors in this movie is like crazy. Like the amount, yeah, it's like. Well, I mean, it's a 2019 Shia LaBeouf and yeah, and uh, what's her name, Dakota, Dakota Fanning, John Hawks, whatever. John Hawks was like huge during that time. Uh, What else? He's like barely in it, but. Yeah. Bruce Dern. He Bruce Dern that was like during five, his comeback. Like five minutes. I, yeah. I don't know. I was hoping he'd be in more. Thomas Hayden Church was in it for like I ten. Know, I guess more, but yeah. The last John Bernthal was movie. John Bernthal was in it for about thirty seconds. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like didn't talk at all. Does he ever have? Has he ever had a starring role in a movie? Because I he, I think he's like one of the best actors out there, but I don't think he's ever had like a lead role ever. Movie, yeah, he's uh... he's a movie that he's he's an actor that loves to die in everything he's in. For real, that's, what, that's what he likes to do. He likes to uh... collect that paycheck for being in a few episodes and or being in nothing of a movie. Um, I feel like yeah, but... he was in a prequel to something. He was he in likes... Wolf of Wall Street, but minor character. He was in King James. Uh, side character, like I yeah, feel like he starred in the prequel to something, but I don't remember what now. Is John Bernthal lead actor material though? Like, can he carry oh God, a movie? Oh, yeah. Can he oh, carry I think a movie? So. Do people love him? And he's like, I, I know, I know you love him. Punisher? No, I don't like Punisher. Him. He's good in The Walking yeah. Dead, but he again, I mean, I mean spoilers, he doesn't last long in that show. Yeah, when he was, that Punisher show died is, with him. Punisher is fantastic. Like, yeah, like world class actor. Top, yeah, top tier from him. Yes, everyone, I, yeah, I like John Bernthal. I'm just, I'm curious if, like, 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 if if he's if he's the guy on the poster, if he's the headline on the poster, is that like, if can you he watch, carry that to the theater? I don't know. If you watch just his like courtroom scene, it's like from Punisher. It's like it's so good. It's so good. Oh man, I don't even think he speaks in this movie. He, did, I don't think he, he actually no, he speaks. Nope. I think, I think he, he might. In in like the last flashback, I, but the first. I, I think all the flashbacks are are no dialogue, no audible dialogue. Yeah. I don't think any of the flashbacks have thought, audible dialogue. I, think I so. thought there was audible dialogue in the car one, like the one, like literally the one where he dies. 
No, but I but I could be wrong. No, no. I don't think he was. Yeah, because I remember the first couple. I was like, so he's not even. He's in this movie. He's not even going to talk. I think he was in this movie too because of Shia LaBeouf because like they were Jerry together. Like in the yeah, and uh, oh, who's in the accountant too? Do you guys ever see the accountant? With ben Affleck. Like a, yeah. According to Rotten Tomatoes, his top movies are Ford vs. Ferrari. I didn't even know he was in that movie. I didn't even know he was in that either. Yeah. Baby Driver. Didn't know he was in that movie. Oh, yeah. he's in the many sense of, of uh, Newark. He's in Wind River. He's, he's in, in Sicario. He's in, like he's in yeah. Widows. He's in King Richard. He's in Wind River. And he is in... Wait, is Wind River... Wait, Wind, Wind River is Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth yeah. Olsen? That's what I almost picked one time. Remember, I had that up as like uh, maybe one of my you should picks. pick it then. Pick a good movie. Great movie. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's May a little too dark and Earl and the Dying Girl. I don't know. I remember that title, but I don't remember the movie. But those, at all. according to Rotten Tomatoes, those were John Bernthal's highest rated movies. Um, anyways, highest rated do, or like highest rated? Okay, that, I mean that's, that that doesn't, that doesn't mean a ton. Yeah. Oh, that uh, star because he was that, in well, King, that, that, he, that he is. He in. was in King Richard as yeah. I the said that. Tennis- he was as the tennis coach, but I don't know if that means he's so oh, highest rated movies that he is in. I yeah. guess is yeah. what that that is. Uh, Wall Street's going to be up there. A, a too, better, right? a better, a better uh, aggregate will then be this. Let me click on IMDb and see what that list his top performances are. John Bernthal, his top known for top four movies: The That's Wolf of Wall Street, King Richard, Baby Driver, and The Accountant. So The Accountant was the only movie I did not name prior to that. Um, all right. Anyways, as we do with these movie episodes, Todd, it's your pick. Did you look up the tomato meter? Yeah, I already. Well, that was one of the main reasons why I picked. All right. Movies. Well then, well then, you you don't get to yeah. guess. You fucking cheater. I also uh, Mike, know that it's high. All right, Mike, you're the only person I guess. I, I, like, oh, yes, I, 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 you get I, I fake don't know. Points. You get you get fucking <laughs> whose line is anyway points for this. Eighty nine. I think it's a ninety five. If I remember, you're going, you're going you're going double down on eighty nine, Mike. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, it's a 95 tomato and a 96 yeah. audience score. Oh, um, I'm close we... to going over. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, you're the only person going, so it doesn't really matter what you said, I guess, unless you went over. Um, so you should have just said one. Or I guess zero. Is there, are there movies that have a zero rating on Rotten Tomatoes? There's no way. I don't remember. There, I think sure. there are. I think there are. There are. There definitely are. I don't know what they are, yeah. but def- I've definitely seen one That was the idea that I had for this year was I was going to pick Please the don't. lowest rated. Like, what, are we doing? What, are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? One, one of them was, uh, I think, one of them was if it wasn't Dickie Larson or Bucky Larson, it was Dickie Roberts. It was one of those, like... Police Academy 4. Jaws the Revenge, Problem Child. Problem Child is fucking phenomenal. Get the fuck out of here. What is Which that? one was Police Academy for? I think that's when uh, they go to the, the, the island. I think the that's when they go. In the, uh, oh, that's three, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so before we dive into it, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll preface this this section of the of the rest of the episode with this. We were watching the movie. Jen had pointed out, she was like, oh, Shia LaBeouf's in this movie? Fuck Shia LaBeouf. I was unaware that Shia LaBeouf has some shit going on. I, these, these are not things. I don't, I don't follow celebrities like that, so I don't really know a lot of that. But apparently Shia LaBeouf has some abuse allegations and a trial coming up, I think, this month, actually. Um, oh, I, thought it, I thought that was already done. Yeah, I thought that was already done. I, yeah. I looked it up prior to us going on tonight. It sounds like he has a trial of April of this month or something of this year, rather he at 2023, there was a trial with 
that that actress or musician that you mentioned in the in the yard, Mike T T K. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know who that person T- is. T something twigs. Uh, twigs. I think twigs is it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like something. It's like three letters followed by twigs, but I actually might be yeah. two letters in the number two. So, but regardless, I, I don't. I barely follow celebrities in this type of manner, and I definitely don't follow Shia LaBeouf's career and or his situation. So. I, sure, there is shit going on with Shia LaBeouf. If he's a shitty person, I apologize for us doing an episode for a movie where he's one of the lead actors. Uh, anyways. Uh, anyways, so there's that. Fuck that shit. But uh, overall thoughts on Peanut Butter Falcon before we get into the, the nitty gritty with the film. You know... I think there was some fine acting. I just want to say one thing, though. Uh, I don't want to justify his behavior, but if you knew that kid's childhood and where he came from, that kid was fucked from the day he was born. Cool. Like, the day he was born. Yeah, I mean, okay. still, I'm just saying. Like, oh, okay, so my pick is going to be Honey Boy instead. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, right. I, 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 don't, I don't think like that's... Like, abused... Wait, you don't think abuse affects people later in their life? People no, who it have, absolutely like, does, but I don't think it yeah, justifies like, people, people oh, being I don't think so either, later in life. Make, There's no sense. point of saying it, then. There's no point of no. saying it. No, I mean, and he's talked about it and trying to like better himself. Like these past I don't follow. Years, so. I don't. I don't follow. Yes, this I stuff, follow. So this I can't. Stuff. I can't speak about these things because I don't follow it. But um, I th- I thought it was absolutely worth mentioning because again, I was not aware that this is the type of. Uh, but I do think you have to look into like the whole abuse side of things because fucking that's people who don't get it. Like you, you know, there's plenty of people out there who fucking that destroys their lives before they even get to start their life. And you, it's not as simple as like, don't be abusive when you are born into that stuff. You know, it's not that it's I'm, not that I'm tough. not saying that is or isn't what it is. I'm just saying I don't I am not familiar with the situation and I, I'm not going to comment on it because other than abuse is clearly and obviously. And I don't even I'm not even a child about fan. Like, I don't really I could give two shits less of them. You know. Just do it. I don't know why you needed to feel well, I don't know why you needed to say that thing at the beginning because I mean, like, it's fucking, you know, it's, it's. I mean, I think that for someone who's about to go on trial for abusing someone, I, I think that is worth mentioning. What for a movie we're about to talk about where he is one of the lead actors in. Dude, it's like every movie we've done, we could do this, pretty much. I'm not saying you can or can't. I'm, <laughs> just, know, saying I'm just saying it was brought to my attention. Yeah. Jen thought it was relevant to bring up, so I wanted to say that because i mean i i don't fuck with anybody that's an abuser to be honest so i'm, I'm... You gotta stop listening to the beatles then <laughs> you think brandon listens to music <laughs> yeah, right. i sure todd okay i'm being honest but you I, this is about i have an issue with this kind of stuff because you can't pick and choose who you like you know like every, like there's plenty of people who have done worse shit than fucking shia labeouf and like, Todd, you know, I think there are two different things happening right the now. Actual I th- cannibal. I, I think yeah, it right. is 100% valid to bring up the fact that there is something ongoing with this actor, and then move on. I don't need to get into abuse and how it affects people and how it turns them into an abuser. I, I'm not trying to justify it for or against. I'm not lobbying to cancel Shia LaBeouf or anything. I'm just saying simply. This is a fact. This is what's going on right now. 
if I had knew that beforehand, I would maybe say, let's not pick a movie that has a lead actor. That's like that. I, I don't think we need to someone that has a trial about to happen. I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's an irrelevant thing. I mean, I just recently learned that Bradley Cooper is also apparently a shitbag. So, uh, that's, that's, you know, there goes our pick for guardians three, you know, unfortunate to, to hear for actors you like, you know what I mean? Um, movies, movies you enjoy, but it doesn't need to be a broader conversation. We're not talking about these things on this episode. I'm just, I wanted to bring it up and address it because I'm sure there are people listening that maybe do follow that stuff and care about that stuff. And, you know, we're, we're picked this movie to talk about the film and what it is and not, you know, dive into an actor specifically. Um, I think Todd brings up a lot of good points where yes, a lot of people are unfortunately fucking terrible. Um, that's the unfortunate reality that with an I mean, always pretty much all of Hollywood, like ninety ninety five percent of Hollywood. Sure. Probably that I way. mean, I, I, but that, but even that comment is like sort of a scape, like a like a, like an escape. It's an it's a scapegoat for like everyone's bad, so it's fine. It's like I I think no, we're I engaged that. we're engaging yeah. with a movie that has this actor in it. I think it is valid to bring that fact up. I don't think that's a negative. We don't have to expound upon it more. We don't have to talk about it more. We can move on and talk about the film. Um, but I thought it was important to bring it up because it was important enough for Jen watching the movie to bring it up. I think that means that's important enough for us to address it off the top. So there's that. Um, anyways, Mike, you were saying the acting was fine. Yeah. Do you have other thoughts about the film? That's what you said. Yeah. Do I have any other thoughts about the film? Not really. Other than, and this is like, I don't know. Is everyone just like a really good tracker? Like, is what? Like, how is, how are, how are everyone be able? Like, I get Dakota uh, Johnson be able to be like, okay, I'm pretty sure. If anything, Zach is headed this way, so I'm just gonna go down this path. And so she bumps into people who um, have interacted with the the characters. I don't know how the other two guys were able to stay on their tail for as long as they did. Yellow Wolf. Yeah, Yellow Wolf. I so if I like half the movie, I was like, "Is this fucking Yellow Wolf?" And then I waited for the credits, and I was like, "Okay, it was Yellow Wolf." Like in random, uh, they're I, they're fishermen, so yeah. I mean, they have some sort of hunting, like but skill. I, I also think it's worth pointing out that it looks like the map from the maps that they've shown on the screen. It seems mm-hmm. like the path they are going on is like is like it is the mainland, a body of water, and then a strip of land that they're traveling down. Is a strip of land that goes from wherever I'm assuming Georgia to Florida. Mm-hmm. So if it really is just this like kind of weren't they in one of the Carolinas? Aren't they going to Florida though? Shia LaBeouf was. Oh, at the end. Okay, so yeah, where wherever they were going, it seemed like they were traveling on like a strip of land that was just off the coast. So if that's where they were actually traveling, I guess it would maybe be sort of easy to track okay. them that way. Uh, it also seemed like the movement like the speed of which things took place in the traveling they they went across in the film and what Shia LaBeouf's character who i forget the character's name said tyler? that like tyler yes uh that tyler that tyler said like how long it would take them to travel 
were not adding up because it seemed like they were getting to places quicker where he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it'll take us about two days. And it's like, you guys are definitely moving quicker than that. Um, so maybe it was just because even towards the end of the film, like when the one of the characters that is like a in a friends with those other two fishermen calls mm-hmm. and like, yeah, we're at the wrestling thing. They seem to show up pretty quickly. And yeah. that seems to be at the end of their journey. So like. I mean, walking it's... and driving in a car are two very different. Well, well, that's true too. But it's it seems like all of this, like Mike's, like curious about the tracking situation. It seems like they were not traveling a far distance. Like it was far because they were, as Dom said, walking and yeah. swimming. But the other mm. people, like they got like, there relatively got quickly. Everyone knows everyone in this area too, though. Like when they go into the gas station, they're like, "Whoa, can I just say you're like the prettiest girl I've ever seen?" They don't see people that mm. often, so fucking everyone knows everyone in these areas and. They probably know that land like the back of their hand because they're fucking fishing throughout that whole area and everything. So I don't, I don't think it's like, and they're like backwoods people basically. You know, that's what they do. They don't fucking sit around all day. They just fucking know the land and fucking, you know, do all that. Yeah. Okay. And um, and also, uh, I just want to quickly say because I don't know if I'm gonna remember to bring it up later. Uh, a lot of respect to the kid that Shia LaBeouf punched. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love like, I'm like, this kid's a dick. Fuck this kid, right? Yeah. And then the guy show up later. He's like, hey, do you see this guy? And like, I haven't seen anybody. What happened to your eye? I don't know. Nothing happened to him. I'm like, oh, right. okay. <laughs> this kid ain't no snitch. All right. All right. You got my respect now. Right. Um, I was so happy when he punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was it. happy about that too. But like, he also kept his mouth shut. So good for him. Um, yeah, I mean, overall thoughts on the film since we're kind of like jumping all over the place right now, Todd. I feel, and I don't want to go back to what you said, but I feel like when they were sitting by the campfire and he's like, Are you, am I, when, it's almost like I feel like this movie might have been personal to Shia LaBeouf in some ways because like when he's like having that conversation about, are you a good person? And he's like, I don't know. You know, like it was kind of like yeah. one of those things where like, you know, it's kind of mirrored what what's going on with Shia LaBeouf in real life too. And like, you know, I, I think he's like openly come out and said he's a dirtbag, basically. Like he's a, like, but. uh right. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's just some, I told Brendan when I was, because um, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, I wanted to pick a movie I hadn't seen, a, a lot of people told me it was really good, um, and in some ways, like, it reminded me, I like Chef, like, a thousand times better, but, like, it reminded me of, like, a happy-go-lucky movie where you think everyone's gonna, everything's gonna keep on going wrong, but, like, it just keeps on working out and working out, and everything works its way out and everything, and uh, I did love, like, so many lines in it, though, like, when... Did everything work out in this film? Yeah, for the most part, you know, like... Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know about that. I also definitely don't think I would, like... Like, you had texted me and said that you related this film a lot to Chef, and, like, I don't think I would after watching it, and I you definitely... You don't think it's, like, a feel-good movie? No. The, the way it works out in the end and everything, and, like, the way that, like, you so. know... Well, yeah. Um, what works out in the end? I, I'm I'm curious. But you, I mean, like... It, it could have been a route where like, you're not going, we're not, you're t- we're taking him now, you know? And like, he's fighting with fucking like, Dakota Fanning the whole time. And then she just, Dakota you know, Johnson. You know, like, but I feel like every time you think something's going to go bad and wrong, it usually, it, it works itself out, you know, like it, and the biggest the dilemma that beat in the head with a fucking tire iron. Yeah. But yeah, he was but, losing the car at the he end. Lived. He got the girl. But it, but they made it seem it? like he was gonna. They made it seem yeah. like that was. I knew he wasn't gonna die, but they made it seem like he was gonna die in that scene. I, uh, it, they they hundred percent made that scene seem like he was dead. 
Like, uh, it, you know, no, so they like, absolutely played that up like he was dead. Yeah, it almost felt yeah. like they filmed the car scene like after viewings, and they were like, "All right, yeah, we can't end on." <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, right. It, w- it wouldn't have worked for the movie, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I love the the scene when he's pulling him through the water, and he's like, "I think he, what does he ask? Like, am I gonna die?" He's, or he says something like that, and he's like. Yeah, of course, we all die. It's just what you do with your time while you're around and shit like that. There was a lot of great lines like that throughout the movie that I loved. Um, I loved after yeah. he pulled them out. Uh, Zach yeah. was like, Zach was like, all right, let's go. Like, let's take <laughs> right. you so long. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that whole handshake, you know. <laughs> What's rule yeah. number one? Party. <laughs> yeah, party. <laughs> he was great, man. Zach for some reason, awesome. I thought he was—I thought he was in other stuff, but I, I, yeah, I looked it up, and there's nothing I know him from except for this movie. That poor guy had to run around in tidy ways the whole first fucking half hour of the movie. I mean, he <laughs> is in other stuff, just not stuff that we've seen. Yeah, not, like more recent stuff. Yeah. Um, what about you, Dom? Overall thoughts? I really enjoyed it. Um, good narrative. I felt like the pacing was good. Um. Yeah, it wasn't overly long or anything. The the relationship between Zach and uh, Shia was awesome in this movie. I thought they. Played I thought everyone had really great well. chemistry in the. Mo- I thought everyone had great chemistry in the movie. Even um, Dakota Fanning and that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> even uh, even there, like the first time he meets her and everything, and he's like when he's saying what school he's from and everything, and like the kind of like back and forth, and yeah, I, I thought everyone in the the movie had good chemistry. Except for yeah. fucking the guy, the guy the out, with the pipe. I'm the outlier again. Yeah, I mean, like, well, you know, like the movie was good in this film. What? Like, I, I, I think Dakota, I think Dakota Johnson w- felt like out of place in a lot of scenes. I thought uh, Shia LaBeouf's character was also like, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't feel connected to either of those characters, like, almost at all. I thought the the guy that played the movie. I, yeah, I was gonna I, say, right? I, I, I there's, a this movie. Movie. there's a reason this movie. The this guy that played that played uh, Redneck. Whatever saltwater Mark. redneck at the end of the film, I think he, I think he was a great actor in that great, in his yeah. scenes in the end. Um, I think Zach, uh, Zach Gottsagen that plays, uh, I think Zach. Zach in the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I think he's fantastic. I I don't think Shia LaBeouf and, and Dakota Johnson are bad in the film. I just think that like they didn't do a lot to to like wow me i mean they have their moments but i think they did a lot to like specifically dagoda i thought was just kind of like i don't know didn't do one of the main reasons i picked this movie was a because of how high it was perceived between critics and audience was even higher than the critics when audience was and when critics was high enough as it is but i've you're the first person i've ever heard say anything negative about this movie that every person i've ever I've had so many people tell me to watch this movie. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just like to state my opinion. I don't like to be fanned by the the online opinion. I'm, no, I'm talking about like friends and like 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 family and everything. Like I, 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 I just said, I said, I think their performances were not like, especially for a movie that's this well received. I didn't think their performances were anything special. Oh, I, and I think I'm very critical about bad acting. Like that's the fucking first thing I noticed, and it never even crossed my mind. This whole movie, not even once. I'm, I'm glad. I'm I glad thought, you enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought Yellow Wolf and the other they were they were pretty bad. They were pretty bad, <laughs> but, but they were just supposed to be. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. it's such a small part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... I the, the thing is for a movie that's so focused on the, just. I like, thought the blind guy was awesome too. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, I, I I think for a movie that's so focused on a few characters having a lot of screen time, I just like 
more Dakota than Shia. I thought Dakota was just kind of like, I don't know, didn't didn't do a lot for me in the scenes that they were in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think overall, Jen and I talked about this uh, after we watched it. Like, I think that movies that revolve around either this type of story or have a character that is like paramount to the plot that is, you know, uh, down syndrome or whatever it may be. Um, I think it's sometimes very easy for those types of films to be like, Oh, the other character in the film, in this case, Shia LaBeouf or Dakota Johnson's characters, they're the hero of the story because look how they champion this person they treat them they treat them like they are like a normal person and not you know based off of their you know situation um and i think from the stuff that i've seen at least uh i think this movie did a better job of not doing that i still think yeah, it kind of like dances that line at certain points like i think it's I feel hard like everyone to, to be honest I felt like everyone treated Zach normal. I feel like there wasn't anyone that didn't treat him normal. Even like the guy at the booster Jake, at the nursing home. Jake. Like, Jake the, Jake the yeah, Snake oh, was kind of an asshole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jake, 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 was Jake and, the, an and, that, and the deuce bag. He was, um, he was a great but, heel in this movie. But, and the little kid that got punched in the eye. In some ways, I thought Jake was purposely doing that to play into the like the wrestling was, side of things. Like You well, know what I'm saying? He was, he was being, a bad guy. Like, he was the bad know, guy. Like, he was yeah. the bad guy in the ring. He was also like a bad guy in the like, outside. In the movie. Yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. out bad guy was, outside of the yeah. ring too. I, I don't yeah. think like he like when he, he went, when he, he said went in the, the ring to word, be a heel. Yeah, he yeah. went in the ring to be a heel, and then he was like, "No, fuck this. I'm not like yeah. I'm not I, taking this." Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think he went in the ring to be a heel. I think he went in the ring well, he, already he, ready he, to be a fucking asshole. Because because I mean, in the, the ring to be a heel, there was no. They were at the dinner. Zach be the bad guy. No, I know that, but I'm saying like even at dinner beforehand, it seemed like salt saltwater redneck or whatever his name was was like oh he'll do this and jake the snake's character was already like i'm not fucking doing that like i'll do it but i'm not fucking doing that um but i think um like i think it's very easy for these types of movies to like take zach's character and like do a blind side you know what i mean where it's like here's the hero treating this character a specific way you know blah, blah blah and i think I think because we don't have a lot of that representation in general in anything um, that it's hard for these movies to not kind of fall into those pit traps, but I, uh, pitfalls or whatever. Uh, I think, I think this movie did a pretty decent job of, of not going too far in either direction. Um, but even like Zach was mostly the hero at the end of the movie. So I, the way that I kind of interpreted the movie, like I kind of, I'm not sure how I feel about this movie. Like, I don't know if I like this movie. I definitely don't dislike this movie. I don't know if I like it. Um, but like what I, what I pulled from the movie was that like, it seemed as though like Zach's character, I don't think served a purpose for Tyler. Like, I, I don't think that like Zach was a plot device, if that makes sense. Like, I think that mm. Zach had had his own quest, his own hero's journey in the film, and Tyler also had his own hero's journey in the film. And what happened to work out is that both of their hero's journey, which they didn't realize, was that they needed someone else to yeah, get there. They, they were 
instrumental in changing each other essentially. Yes. Yeah, which yeah. that that plot line I kind of enjoy, like I did like that plot line where it was like Zack's story is you know he feels as though by choice or not by by not by choice he doesn't have a family because his family abandoned him. He's in this retirement home. You know, obviously he is disabled. Uh, he has Down syndrome. Um, and then on Tyler's side of things, he did have a family and not by his choice, but also sort of feels like because of him, his brother is dead. Um, and other you know things that happen with like the other fishermen who buy the license so he can't fish anymore. Like he also feels abandoned and alone and has no family. And the two of them meet and eventually discover that like they can find that commonality of family between each other, even though at first Zach, I don't think is looking for family with him. He's just looking for like, Hey, I need to do this thing. Be my buddy and get me to this thing. And Tyler's like, I don't need any of that. I just need to get the fuck away from this area. And then they kind of realize they do both do need each other to get where they need to go. Um, so I think the movie did the best it could in that regard. So I, I appreciated that about it. I th- I still think it kind of like, I don't know, falls into some of the, some of those things, but I think it mostly avoided them. I think in a good natured way, it seemed to me at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, if I know Eli Fanning from like anything else, you know, so when I when I sent when I sent that text when I sent that text I was like should I use a picture of Ellie fanning instead? Yeah, right. That's what I was expecting at first. I know Dakota though. Like it's like what what other besides Fifty Shades or whatever a movie I would never watch. But like I don't know if I know her. That's what I know her from. That's what I know from. She she's cast in the Madam Web film. So there's yeah yeah her and Sydney Sweeney and yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, wait, was she not in? Was she not in a Star War? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so. No. All right, let me. Let me I look can't things put her in on. Yeah, I might be. I might be just like thinking. Might be confusing her with somebody else, or like thinking that she was like a side character in a a television show or whatever. Mm. Um, I feel like I derailed the conversation when I went on my oh, tangent shit. about about that. We're and talking not, about and not I, with Todd bringing up Elf Fanning. Todd's always trying to be the fucking heel of the podcast in some way. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I think overall, I think it was it was fine. I wasn't like wowed, or nor was I like disappointed. It was just. You know, it was a fine film. I, I wasn't like. It, super... it certainly wasn't a movie that I would ever choose to watch, but I'm not upset that I've seen it. Like it's yeah. just in my. It's now just floating around in my like. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a cultured man. I've watched movies. Yeah. If anything, this movie has now made me realize, especially again, like after the the, the rant that I just went on, it has made me realize after watching this, and then after watching uh, something like. What was the movie we watched last fall that I picked? Uh, Paul Rudd. Oh, I oh yeah, yeah. what it was called the um, the 
fifty the 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 perks of being. I almost had the perks of being a wallpower. That's literally what I thought. Jen, what was that movie I picked with Paul Rudd? Uh, something caring. Oh yeah, something. Fundamentals of fundamentals of caring. The fundamentals of caring. Um, what I've realized is that like, my rich is here. You know, obviously, we still have a long way to go with like proper representation of this type of thing. Um, and like oddly enough, the Last of Us TV show, I think. Uh, so they changed something about one of the characters from the game to the show. Um, Sam's Sam, the young one, or Henry? I can't remember. Whichever is the younger brother when they get to the. Philadelphia slash Kansas City arc, they in the show introduced that younger brother as also being deaf. And I think the show does a good job about not making the fact that, that character is deaf like that is just an aspect of that character. That character doesn't exist in the show because they are deaf. And I think that like I kind of want to look for more movies or TV shows that have those types of representation that aren't just there for like a plot device. Like they're, they're just a character on the show and or movie that, that also happens to be, you know, disabled in some way. I think there are probably good examples of that in modern movie and television. I just don't know off the top of my head or i haven't seen something like that so it has made me want to kind of seek out more of those things to just kind of see how those things are being portrayed on the screen um i think the last of a show it actually does a good job of is doing that breaking bad uh actually yeah breaking bad is probably a good a good well i guess i i can't remember now is that that actor actually has ms right yeah i believe so yeah, it's not as bad something. in real life, yeah. but bounce yeah. palsy. Yeah. yeah, I I think yeah that that I didn't even think of that. That is actually a really good example because uh, I don't think the show ever really leans into that being as like a defining like obviously it's a defining trait of that character because that character has has that disease. Um, but like that's not the fucking plot point. That's not the reason why the thing exists. That character just happens to be um, disabled. Um, there's always, you know, room for more of that type of stuff. So, like, I, I think, again, I, I think Peanut Butter Falcon actually does a good job of, of straddling that line. Because I think it can very easily turn into, like, the hero's story being saving this person or treating, treating this person that has, a, you know, a disease or is disabled in some way. Treating them like a regular person makes them the hero. I don't think this movie does that. Um like overall, maybe there are scenes or something that you know people can disagree, but I, I think overall it doesn't do that. So I was happy to see that. That was like that was my biggest takeaway from the film. I didn't feel like that. Like there's one scene on the when they're on that yeah. boat they make. I thought that was I thought that was like a good scene though because it wasn't him like when he fishes stopped. when he catches a fish. That scene. Yeah, he like he essentially just looks at Dakota Johnson like well, don't talk to him like that. Why are you talking to him? Like yeah, that? it's yeah. not like it's not like you need to treat him with respect. It's like why are you doing that? Like yeah, I I did oh. that was probably that was actually probably my favorite scene in the movie. I yeah. I think that like that kind of captured because I I again scenes in the movie may paint a different picture, but I think overall I feel like Tyler's character 
I think does treat Zach with just mutual respect from their initial meeting. Like, I, I don't think he ever treats him in a different it's way. Just another person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like one I of my favorite that, that post scene was probably my favorite scene in the movie where in fact, in fact, the beginning of the movie is probably the best example. He's just going to leave him. He's like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just go yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I don't, I have no reason. You know, like, I'm not here to save you. Like, just go like, yeah. One of my favorite lines, I was going to say one of my favorite lines is when he's talking to Dakota, like the second time when they actually, when they find him, when she finds him and he's like, well, what do you want from him? She's like, what you, I'm not selling him. Like, you know, like it's this whole <laughs> yeah. thing. He's like, no, what do you, he's like, what do you like? What, yeah. You know, he was like, <laughs> like it, it does like, again, it, it dances on this weird line of like, I don't want it to be. Like, I think it'd be easy for someone to take that as like anti help or anti-modern medicine or something like that like because I, I don't think that's the point of it i think the point of it is just like hey Freedom even e- even you talking to him like yeah. that is still you know you're not saying that our word but you are still kind of talking down to him yeah. uh, i think that's like kind of i, I don't know i i like that scene a lot i think i thought it was a good scene yeah and that's my thing with this movie i, I like yeah, i enjoyed the movie it's not a movie i need to watch like a thousand times maybe i'll watch it again sometime years down the line but uh, there was like a lot of those little scenes, like what you guys just talked about, like the scene I talked about. And he's pulling him in the water and he's asking him, like, am I gonna die? Like, when am I gonna die? He's like, it's little, like, little, like, little blurbs of stuff like that that, like, really worked for me in this movie. Yeah. That's why, like, when I was saying, like, it kind of felt like a feel good movie in that regard because those are the scenes that kind of stood out to me the most in the movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm like playing the movie back through my head while we're talking and I'm, I'm, trying to think of why i think the acting's not great in a lot of points and i i don't know for some reason the beginning of the movie the like up until up until he lights the fire and they leave i feel like i don't know why for like the that first chunk of the movie child above's character keeps like his hat super low so you can't see his face and i'm just like why the fuck are you like this like this is a dirtbag you know like he's just fucking it's a choice. He's just, it's a choice. yeah it's like yeah, but he's talking to the other dirtbags. He's talking to the fucking yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. to like the shitty fish, fishermen. Like, like him, him fucking stealing their their like, fish from the traps is not guys, good. Yeah, like him, guys, him stealing the fish from those traps is not a good thing to do. Him lighting their fucking traps on fire is not a good thing to do. But also, just like from the context of the film, and not really, we don't really know much more about it. It seems like as soon as Trilobuff's brother dies. Those yeah, dudes, lost. those well, those dudes sw- seemingly swoop in and like purchase his license to fish. So then Shia LaBeouf can't actually legally fish. So like they they rob him of his livelihood. Um, his brother so, like, was probably the one that protected him, you know, like offended. Yeah, like, you oh, know, for like, sure, a hundred percent. John Bernthal's character. Yeah, like, exactly. he's the Punisher, you know. He's yes. Like fucking, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's still kind of wild to me that they they get that actor that people love. And they just give him zero fucking dialogue. I feel like that happened. What what movie was it recently that I watched where they had? Oh, actually, not not the what when we fucking watched Nope, Nope when they got uh, uh, what's his face to be the dad, and he literally oh, only yeah, shows yeah, up yeah. the beginning Two to die, to and like that, that, yeah. that was just it. He talks. I I will say that did fucking blow me away. And I'm sorry we just spoiled the beginning. Nope for you if you haven't watched that movie. But yes, I was blown away when that character was not in that film much longer after the beginning. I was like, whoa, okay. The thing with John Bernthal is, is like he's very close to like I don't. I highly recommend 
that you guys start listening to his podcast because it is fucking top tier. John and it's Barthel? not just yeah, dude, it's amazing. Really show. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And uh, his, you listen to the Shia one because that one's fucking wild. Like literally, like just wild. And like I think John Bernthal wants. He seems like a stand-up guy that just wants to be there for everyone and support like fucking everyone who's going through shitty times and everything. But he's had like all walks of life on that podcast, from like celebrities to like you know. It's like Joe Rogan minus the fucking juice baggery and fucking calling out fucking normal things, you know? Like it's uh, well, then why it's would I want to like watch? A, no, I want to listen to that. It's a very straightforward, like, you know, like we're talking about real life kind of thing. And that's what the podcast It's good, though. I highly recommend it. Johnny Bernthal. I'm glad you recommend it. I'm glad, I'm glad it's a, Johnny, I'm glad it's a toddy, toddy pick. A toddy pick. Um, any other thoughts or comments on this movie? I liked this movie. It cool. was uh, there you go. one of my more favorite picks from recent memory. More favorite picks from Todd. I don't remember. Uh, what I was. would have to go. I would literally have to go through. I don't remember what Todd picked. I don't remember what I picked. I don't remember. I don't remember what my last pick was before this. Uh, I have a list somewhere, but I'm not going to pull that up right now. Cause yeah, I'm, it's not important. I don't feel like making That's, that many well, clicks. When I picked this movie, it was between this or The Way, Way Back. Have you guys seen The Way, Way Back? No, I, I, but I did want to watch The Way, Way Back, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Way, Way Back. Hold on. What's funny to me is Todd, every fucking time we have Todd's movie pick, he's always like, it was between this and this. But then he never picks those other movies. It's like, oh, no, they, they missed that chance. Well, now they never I, get yeah. picked yeah, well, when it was Every time. I've already seen The Way Way Back. That's why I chose Peanut Butter Falcon because I kind of wanted to be like, I'm going to force myself to watch a movie that, because I don't fucking watch movies that often really anymore because I feel like I just don't have any time. But uh, I, I wanted to start making picking movies that like I've been dying to watch and I've been told to watch from other people. And I already saw Way Way Back. But yeah, I feel like you guys would probably like that movie though. It's another feel-good movie. Shout out to Bruce Dern. I wish Bruce Dern was in the movie longer. I fucking love him, man. He's the best. He was a, he was a good best. part of the film. He's the uh, best. The, the film lost a lot of a lot of energy, in my opinion, when when he was out of the film. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of sad that he was only in that short period because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I, I always talk about the Burbs, and he's like my favorite character. Well, in the you Burbs, know why so. you felt that way, Todd? You felt that way because I'm just gonna say it. The rest of the acting not that great. It no. just wasn't. It just wasn't. No. Stop it. Um. Yeah, no, like, and I loved, like, how Bruce Dern, like, helped him get out at the beginning, too, you know, like, moving the bars and, like, he, like, just oil yourself up, you know? That, that whole scene was just great. Yeah. He's being an engineer. Yeah, what, what did he say? Yeah, yeah. Did he say superpowers <laughs> or something afterwards? Yeah, right. When she walks in, she's like, oh, I don't yeah. know, superpowers. <laughs> no, I think, I think he just says, like, oh, you know, he's super strong or something. Yeah. He, like, he just, like, makes some offhand remark and just goes back to whatever he was doing. He's an old man in a retirement home, man. Like, there's nothing that Which, hold on. Hold on. Like, the scene where he throws Jake the Snake out of the ring. <laughs> so funny. Such <laughs> bad CGI or whatever it is. It's so fucking it's probably bad. probably on wires or something. Yeah, yeah but even like... that, it just looks so bad. He just, like, he just, like, it's almost like he just goes up in a straight angle and then just glides like, in a straight uh, angle. Like, yeah. What is this? And he's not moving either. He's like, you know what's funny about that scene? Like, I feel like if we look into that scene more, and I don't know, but, like, I feel like there's got to be something to do with that scene and him getting hit in the head and, like, 
something about the mirroring of those two kind of things of like I, I, I don't know like I, I'm I, I like I, I'm not saying I know what I'm talking about right now like but I felt like there was some kind of like I don't know if you don't you know what I'm saying though like there's, there was a parallel there's a parallel between yes, something between like, uh zach having the strength to pull off a move that uh the saltwater redneck said was impossible yep. and tyler getting bashed in the head with the tire iron yeah i don't know yeah i i felt like there's maybe i'm missing something with that but you know yeah i don't know I, you're you're i'm out of it with this one yeah no like trust me i don't even have legs to stand on with what i'm saying but I felt like I was missing something there because I was like, "Why are they putting this scene in this movie? It seems like so like." You know, that, did that you watch the whale yet? No, no. Why is there something like that? <laughs> oh, 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 there's something like up, that. Someone lifts up uh, Brendan Fraser and like throws him out of a ring, like ah. Uh, Hong Chao lifts him up, or whatever the girl who was nominated for fucking the whale. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Any other thoughts on this film before we wrap things up? No. Got it. All right. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it was sure, surely a film. Um, I think it's definitely one of Todd's better picks. I'll say that. Um. So yeah. Uh, watch a scanner darkly. Did I say it correctly? Yeah. Yes. Uh, watch a scanner darkly, and we will talk about that at the end of the month um and before we get into since it's a ptc movie club episode we were going to do the movie game before we get into that uh of course we'll wrap things up here um if you listen to the show on podcast feeds like a majority of you out there do i just want to remind you that we also have a lot of other things going on we stream the show live every time we record it on twitch so if you have an interest in watching us record live, you can do that by going to twitch.tv slash passcontroller. We record the show every week. Uh, in between that, we do stream other games and other things. We play Fortnite together. Sometimes I do single-player stuff, like I'm playing Resident Evil 4 right now. Uh, there are other things that pop up occasionally on the stream, so if you are looking for us to engage with us in different ways, we do have that. Um, a lot of this stuff, including the podcast, finds its way over onto our YouTube channel after. So if you can't catch the show live, but you want to watch the video anyway, that exists later over on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can search for Past the Controller on YouTube and you will find it. Um, and a lot of our other video stuff and stream stuff will also find its way over there at some point. So you can look for other things if you can't catch those things live. Uh, if you have a few uh bucks kicking around and you want to help support the show you can do that in a few different ways you can subscribe to us on twitch at twitch.tv slash pass controller if you have amazon prime you get a free sub every month to any channel so either us or someone else whoever you like watching or listening to or whatever it may be uh you get a free sub every month that goes away so take jeff bezos's money and throw it at somebody you like because otherwise that money's just going right back in amazon's pocket um of course you can buy something from our shop at passcontroller.threadless.com you can Become a patron at patreon.com slash pass the controller. Uh, tons of great ways to spend money. But if you don't have any money to spend, if times are tough or you just don't want to throw money around, I get it. We get it. We understand. But there are a bunch of free ways to support us and help us grow the show. You can, of course, join our Discord channel and help keep the conversation going with us. You can absolutely follow us on social media at pass controller on Twitch, on Twitter, on Instagram, all those lovely places. You can subscribe to the show. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts 
platforms, you have that have reviews abilities, those things all help us grow visibility and get more listeners and get more lovely people like you listening to the show, watching the show and engaging with us. We'd really appreciate it if you did any or all of those things. They really do help us. You'd be surprised how much a five-star review does to help us grow the show. Uh, of course, you can find me at Bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore Michaelpath. You can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Dom at PDC underscore one little spark. And without further ado, the leaderboard for the year so far has Todd sitting at 21 big boy points in the lead. Mike at 16, Dom at 12. Bunch of guest points on the board on the guest leaderboard, but no guests today. So we don't talk about points that. Last week? Who scooped huh? up the points? Did Mike keep continually scoop up points last I week? Think when was, I, I think there. it was a two-one. I think it was a two-one split in Mike's favor. Mm. Well, we did. Ado. We did four. There was a reason why uh, we did four. But did I think Dom got. Dom had like an asterisk point. An asterisk. He, Dom does have an asterisk point. I don't know if it was last week or not. So yeah, it might have been that. Yeah, it was from uh, Five Night. Ah, yes, Five Night at Freddy's. Five guys at Freddy's. Dom is an asterisk point. So Dom is a 12, 12 plus one. But without further ado, the movie game, if you are, this is your first movie club episode. The way the movie game works is I will read off different facts about a film. Did we get rid of the tiered points thing? We did, right? I don't remember what we did. Um, maybe. Uh, I feel like we might have, but I want to bring it back for this episode at least. So the way we're going to do things is for the first round of clues, if somebody is to get the movie correct, they will get three points. Actually, no, we got rid of this because it makes the movie game take way too long. It, we're back to a one-point game. Forget what I just said. <laughs> that's, is, that's why we, that's why we got rid of tiered points. It's it, been it a ride, the, guys. It made, it made the movie game take long. As I was describing it, I was like, no, this is why we dropped it because it makes it take way too long. So we're just going to give off random facts about a film. Whoever gets the film first gets the point. Movie number one. Here we go. Let me pull it up because I have too many tabs open for Peanut Butter Falcon. Let me close all these tabs. Find the correct tabs so that we are not reading incorrect information for this film. And here we go. Oh. Movie number one. Oh my goodness. Why is this not opening? There we go. Okay. This 1989 PG film clocks in in an hour and 42 minutes. Back to the Future 2. Incorrect. I thought it was It is indeed the Burbs. Todd gets you know? the first <laughs> fucking point. I, all I thought Louise. was Bruce Dern, and I just went straight, and I'm like, 89? All right. Yikes. Well, Todd correctly sniped the first movie mm-hmm. with almost no hesitation. Yep. All right, movie number two. Thank goodness we got rid of three points for Todd there. Uh, (laughs) This 2013 rated R film clocks in at just below two hours at an hour and 55 minutes. Sorry, what was he again? 50 Shades of Gray. Yeah, I I was going to say it if you didn't. I was was thinking about it. 2013 rated R. 2013, okay. Hour and 55. It is no 50 Shades movie. I'll give you that. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I don't know the other names except for. It's 50 Shades Darker and then 50 Freed? Shades Freed. Yeah. This movie has a 91% on 
tomato meter and an 83 audience score. This movie is nominated for 169 awards, including 29 wins. You say rated R? Rated R. Okay. Uh, it has six Oscar nominations, but zero wins. Mm. Hmm. It was nominated for an Oscar in the following categories. Best motion, I'm sorry, best motion picture of the year, best performance by an actor in a leading role, best performance by an actress in a supporting role, best achievement in cinematography, best achievement in directing, and best writing original screenplay. It was nominated for three BAFTAs. And then I'm not going through any other awards. I don't think this movie was nominated for anything, but it's not Fury, right? Incorrect. You may know this director from such films as The Descendants. Oh, I know the movie. I just don't fucking know the name of it. Fuck. Sideways. Sideways. Yep. Who's who? Does, oh, okay. No, it's it's not Sideways. I thought it was one of you guys guessing. I'm like motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Election. What? Ah. In this movie. 2013. It's not sideways either. Sideways was way earlier than 2013, but that's a, when you someone just fuck. The you may recognize the is Descendants the George Clooney one. I don't know. I already closed out of that tab. I'm sorry. Matthew Lillard is also. I, in it. I'm not going to know anything about. I'm just saying, friend of the show. That's why they give him a shout out. I always oh, forget if the the Descendants <laughs> is the one that's directed by Jim Rash. I always forget. Oh, that's like, way, way back. Actually. Way, way yeah. back is. Oh, way, I don't know back he directed stuff. He directs stuff. He has, yeah, he or, he, or he is a writer. I don't know, but he like he's attached to like a big film, and I feel like it's The Descendants, but I feel like I confuse The Descendants with some other film. It's going to drive me crazy. You may recognize. I'll do this first. The third build actress from such Thomas films. Church. I'm sorry? Is uh, Thomas Hayden Church one of the actors in it? You don't get to ask questions in this game. <laughs> I don't know why you get to think you can do that. This is not how this game functions. Hey, I'm helping everyone else. You, know? <laughs> you may recognize the third build actress who was also nominated for an Oscar for this film uh, in such things as In and Out. Palm Springs about Schmidt in this movie. Who else was in Man, Palm I feel like Springs? I that's on my to watch list. Like, I it's like nobody, it. it's like nobody in that movie. You no, that's may know the second build actor from s such films or things as the Lego Movie. So many people in that movie. The Last Man on Earth. I don't even know what that is. What was the third thing you just said? MacGruber. MacGruber? Okay, so it's Will Forty, but oh, is it Nebraska? It, it is, is Nebraska. Yep, Nebraska. Yep. Mike gets Fuck, the man. point. 
Ah, God damn that because Bruce Stern's in that. Damn it. Couldn't think of it. It's all black and white, too, that movie, too. That's a movie I still have never seen. I also haven't seen it. Because Bruce Stern was nominated for that. For Best Actor, I think, or Supporting Actor or something. The final movie. Sorry, I closed out all my tabs by accident. All right, here we go. The final movie. This 2015 rated R film clocks in at two hours and 48 minutes. Ugh. Ugh. This film has a tomato meter of 74% and an audience score of 77%. This tab is not opening. Reload. Reload, reload. You may recognize at least two actors from the MCU in this film. What year did you say it was? 2015. This film also nominated for 116 awards, including 44 wins. You also said it was rated R? Rated R. With two MCU actors, the bare minimum in it. Is it? This. When did uh, Bad Times at El Royale come out? Is it Bad Times at El Royale? Incorrect. I don't, I don't think I would have got that, that many awards. I never saw that was movie, that, but that was movie that, was like well received. Was that, mo- was that movie nominated for three Oscars, with, including one win? I no, don't probably know. not. Did I watch? Well oh no, I didn't watch. I watched the other movie that I was confused. It, it was well received and had Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah. This, this movie. It actually had uh, what's it called? Too bad guy from Iron Man One, Jeff. Uh, Bridges. Bridges. Bridges, yeah. This film was nominated for an actor. I'm sorry. Nominated for an Oscar for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role, Best Achievement in Cinematography, and took home a win for Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures Original Score. Ooh, Rated good for R. R. Rated R. I'm sorry. Who took it? No, it took the award just for music, nothing else. It was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Best Achievement in Cinematography, and won for Best Achievement in Music Written for a Motion Picture Original Score. What is Wild Wild West? Was it La La Land? 2015, Mike? I was going to say La La Land. Everything about about that guess was wrong. Don't worry. It is not La La Land. La La Land was like 2018, maybe, I think. I thought it was earlier than that, too. I don't know why Damien Chazelle keeps on coming up. The last two movies, I keep on thinking it's him. The director of this film also wrote this film. Hmm. This director has 
286 nominations in total, including 172 wins, two of those wins being Oscars. What was the director's name again? Not telling you that. <laughs> uh, I think there are three MCU people in this. Yes. Including somebody who appeared, at least one person who appeared in the most recent phase of Marvel films. Is it MCU? A phase that just ended. I have a guess, but I don't want to say don't it. Want to blow your load. I don't want to reveal my thought process. You definitely oh, don't gotcha. want to do that. That's fair. Um, here we go. This director was nominated for an Oscar in 2020. Nominated. I'm sorry. It was nominated for three Oscars in 2020. Oh, won an Oscar in 2013. Nominated two more times in 2010. And was nominated and won in 1995. 95? Is it? I just don't even have 20, a guess. It's 2015? This film yeah. was from 2015. This that? director's uh... two wins were in 2013 and 1995, both for best writing, original screenplay. Is I it, want to say it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie, but it's, uh, it's but it won best. Is, music, it, hate, so is it Hateful Eight? Dom gets the point. It is indeed the Hateful Eight, another Bruce, Bruce Dern Dern joint. I, uh, you know, I thought I, I was couldn't thinking decide if it was Django. Beginning. That was. I don't think I didn't realize Quentin Tarantino Django won a, was 2013. I'm so confused. That's why by that I was afraid to say anything. Like the Hateful Eight didn't come to my mind, but Quentin Tarantino came to my mind. But like, yeah. what did he win music for? I was for? stuck on. I was stuck on Django. What did he what win? Did he, what? Like, did, did you said music won. He won the the, the movie won an Best Oscar. Score. Best what? It was music score. Best yeah. What was the score? What was that? Can you look that up real quick? Because that's what threw me off. I'm like, Quentin Tarantino's movie didn't. In 2016, it won an Oscar for best achievement in music written for motion picture for this movie. For that movie, really? Wow, that's crazy. I don't, know. I, yeah. I don't, I don't fucking give a Oscar. That's a great movie. It's like an underrated Quentin Tarantino movie. But well, there you have it. Yeah, Tim Roth is the other actor that I realized was also yeah. that is in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Michael Madsen in the MCU? Uh, no. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so either. I don't know why that name was familiar. So yeah, Sam Jackson, Kurt Russell, Tim Roth. I don't know. Oh, Walt, Walton Goggins? He's in... He's in uh, Ant-Man the Wasp. Django, right? But he's in Django? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he's in, also in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's in, in the MCU. Four. What was he in Ant-Man? He's, uh... What is his the name? bad guy. Yeah, what is his uh, name? It was like hey, a, it was like it was guy, we were we were recently he, having this conversation. He yes. yeah, he's the guy that steals the fucking briefcase. But I can't. Wait, which Ant Man though? The second, the second one? one. Oh, see, I I didn't really I saw that, but I barely paid attention. Um. So there you go. There is the movie game. It is a split point spread, a point a piece. So the scoreboard bumps up one, 
but the differences stay the same. Like I said, this has been episode 365 of the Pass Control Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for hanging with us. We hope you uh, engage with us in all the ways I presented just a few moments ago, uh, and we will see you next time. <laughs>